What's up, football fans? This is the Extra Point Podcast with the College Football Experience. We are the College Football Experience. I am I am Gus, and this is Will. We are bringing you our Week 13 Rivalry Week Podcast. We are just going to be going over a few games, and we're also going to be going over our recent trips to the University of Alabama and LSU. Will, I'm glad to be back, brother. Yeah, what's up, man? It's our favorite week of college football happening this weekend. Uh, you know, it's kind of a, a double-edged sword. It's our favorite weekend, but it's our most – it's our hated – our uh, our least favorite least weekend because favorite. we're getting to the end right here of college football season, the best sport in the world. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited and I'm ready to enjoy some games. Uh, but we're going to be at one game, so um, it should be really fun. I hope it is. Dude, this season's flown by. I mean, it's absolutely flown by, and I hate it. I hate, like, I wish the season could be longer, but you you just got to soak the games in whenever you can get them. Man, y'all need to subscribe to our YouTube channel. College Football Experience, we we have been bringing y'all some fantastic content with our Alabama video, with our LSU, with our um, our um, LSU video. Y'all need to go check those out. And then, of course, y'all can catch the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Will's also been killing it on a TikTok game, and we're going to keep bringing y'all more and more content as we get to it. We're, we're actually going to start the show with breaking down our recent visits to Tuscaloosa and Baton Rouge. So let's start with our recent trip to University of Alabama. Will, take it away. Yeah, so for me, the University of Alabama, it was a great campus. It was big. Um, You could tell the whole city is based around the university itself. Mm -hmm. Um, The campus is absolutely beautiful. The stadium is huge. You know, we we called it like a cathedral while we were there. I mean. It's ginormous. You can see it from everywhere around the campus. Um, loved it. You know, we we ate at um, what's the restaurant we went and ate at on Friday we, night? Uh, um, so for so Buffalo we had, uh-huh, and then we had Dreamland for lunch. We had uh, Dream yeah. Barbecue. Dreamland was really good for lunch. The barbecue yes. place, the sweet tea was the best sweet tea I've ever had. Um, again, Buffalo Fields was a great atmosphere. It was. Very good sweet tea to me. Um, Buffalo feels a great atmosphere. Um, You just go in and seat yourself. Just kind of like a bar foods, wings, burgers, and all that. Uh, You want you something to drink, you can get it. Um, Saturday was a little interesting to me. Um, It was a 3.30 kick, and I felt like the crowd didn't get going and didn't come out there until like right before – the yes, which champions. was super weird. Which, I mean, I know we were up early. We got up early on Saturday, and we went and ate breakfast at um, the place across the street from the stadium. Um, What was it called? My, my mind's blank. Oh, man. The breakfast place. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I was about to say Tumor's Corner. No, uh, no. That's where we're going um, Saturday. Um, that is. I can't remember. A little breakfast place. It was good. Uh, but just, man, the crowd just didn't show up until like two hours before the game, which is weird to me. Um, the bars and all that stuff was popping. Um, but I like the University of Alabama. I like their stadium. Love the food. The game, inside the game, it was fun. The Tennessee fans are crazy. They're mean. Um, yeah, they they're mean. Um, they're ruthless, which we were around the students, so that does make a difference. Um, yeah, but true, just the crowd, the Alabama crowd, just doesn't get into it until late in the game. It's like they're just kind of waiting to see how the game is going. Goes, yeah. And then when Alabama starts really starts winning and putting it on them, then they start jumping into it. And yeah, and uh, which we were in the upper bowl. Um, it seemed like the lower bowl was getting after a little more than us, so. I uh, but I love the experience. It was fun. 
Um, what, what would your thoughts of University of Alabama? So I loved how the campus seemed super open, like it, like it really didn't feel like everything was jam packed in there. Everything felt like strategically placed on campus. Um, the quad was super cool. Um, I let's see, I um, enjoyed Denny Chimes a lot with the campus kind of being centered um, around the clock tower. Uh, let's see. I also enjoyed the like the strip being right there at the campus too, which is in which is kind of in contrast when we went to um, LSU. Like everything seemed super close together. Like like there was a little strip, but it was just like food. It wasn't like bars or like a bunch of restaurants or um, anything like that. Everything was kind of spread out in the wrong way when we went to Baton Rouge. But I also enjoyed the um, I enjoyed the Bryant Denny. Um, I um, enjoyed the museum that we went to. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was really cool. That was super cool for a cheap price to get to go and see all of that different um, Alabama stuff. And then I in, I enjoyed the game day um, experience, being able to go to the Walk of Champions, that being a real big deal, um, being able to go see the band play at the quad, and then and then just getting to go into such a his, historic stadium where a bunch of awesome teams have, have played. And, I mean, everything oh. is – Seems super. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. The stadium is beautiful. Um, oh yeah, the, man, it, it is incredible. Um, I guess, man, if they just they've been winning for so long, a little spoiled. And, yeah, they're just a little spoiled. I think. Um, I just think it's a different type of crowd. You know, they're all dressed yeah. up. Everybody's kind of dressed up. Yeah, you know, majority of it. They're you know they're. It's a. Um, it's a different crowd than I'm used to being around at a football game. Mm-hmm. And but it was fun. You know, SEC Nation was there. Yeah. Uh, it, that was Home really was cool. getting to watch you get to play rock, paper, scissors for the SEC championship game tickets. I know, dude. We got to experience that. We got to go backstage, and then we got to get on the the little field with um, Jordan Rogers. And play rock paper scissors for the chance to go to the SEC championship game, and I came up short, unfortunately. Um, I hate that really bad. It still bothers me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun experience. Um, I would definitely recommend somebody going go to a big oh, game. Yeah, yeah. Don't, uh, I wouldn't go to a small game. I can only imagine it's probably worse. Like oh, this yeah. Chattanooga game this past Saturday was probably worse when it comes to the fans and stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. But, yeah, I would recommend like an Iron Bowl, maybe when Georgia comes to town next year, um, I would recommend one of those games. That, that'd be super cool to go to like a um, LSU game there. Yeah, L- or LSU. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Other things. I loved getting to smoke a cigar when um ever alabama won because we did go to the alabama tennessee game let me see and traffic getting in and out of the town really wasn't bad either i mean it from from us getting to our car which was parked pretty close to the stadium to getting out and on the interstate maybe took us 15 yeah. 20 minutes so if i had to compare the two i like the parking situation better at bama than i did lsu lsu yes. man we were we were just crammed in somewhere, and yeah. it, dude, if we wouldn't have left that stadium at the right time, we'd have been stuck for forty-five minutes. Yeah, by the well, stadium. we 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 also had we had free parking there when we had to pay when we went to Bama. So, just is what it is, and you and you get what you get. Now, moving on to LSU, and we saw your Florida Gators play them LSU Tigers, baby. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I go Gators. It's honestly the prettiest campus that I've ever seen. I really enjoyed LSU's campus. The the big old I think they're um I think they're oak trees. I mean, those are super cool and they're all on the campus. The architecture's super, super cool. And then of course, you got Mike the Tiger. I think that that 
was able to make the trip for me. Just just being able to get to see Mike was awesome. Yeah, it was a beautiful campus, very old looking. Yeah. Um, has a Spanish type influence to it. Um, to me, you could just tell by the way the buildings were, the roof, mm-hmm. the type of um, it's just the architect of the buildings. Um, it's a very old campus. You mentioned the trees. Cool. Um, yes, it was a very beautiful campus. It's probably going to be top three for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved how when you got to the stadium, you had the basketball arena was right there. You had Mike the Tiger right there. Uh, the front of the stadium is awesome where it has the Tiger yeah. Stadium. Uh-huh. And then you got the Tiger statue in front of it. It's a beautiful picture. Um, you get to see all their Heisman Trophy winners, their national championship teams, their All-Americans. You get to see all that stuff. It was a beautiful um, how they are designing it on the outside of it. And then um, the only thing I will say about it is the walk. You have to walk all the way across like this part of campus, walk across a quad walk across the street, cross another street to get to like the main strip that everybody goes to mm-hmm. on game day. Um, but it is what it is. It's part of it. You're going to have to walk everywhere you go, you know? Yeah. Um, but I do like all the stuff they have around campus. Um, mm-hmm. I love chimes. We went eight at chimes on Friday it night. Good. It was really good. Got some decent Cajun food, a uh, great atmosphere, TVs everywhere. You could watch games, do whatever. Um, then right down the street, they have canes, the original, the original. Canes. Yeah. Gus was uh, reading us a story from Google where his professor at LSU laughed at him, told him it was a dumb idea. People in Louisiana don't like fried chicken and fried chicken and fries would never sell. And it's booming right now. I mean, canes is they're popping up everywhere. Um, so that little part was really cool, though. And the only thing I will say this about LSU, what was so fun and cool to me was we got there around – what time do we get to campus Saturday? Like 9.30 or 10.30? Yeah. 10.30. We got there around 10.30, and people were tailgating. There were people everywhere. Yeah. The free parking was almost full. I mean, you saw tents everywhere. And and, and, um, and this is for a 7 o'clock – this is for a 7.30 game. Yeah, seven thirty kickoff, and These people folks out there, are already tailgating and yeah. already drinking. And you know something that you always hear about LSU fans is they're kind of rude. Yeah, and but that was the complete opposite. Uh, yeah, they were super nice. So nice. Uh, so welcoming. You know, we got to have a ton of conversations with them because we went back to Chimes Saturday, hung out, and uh, man, we had some great, great conversations with them. Man, they were yeah. super nice. The students, on the other hand, are we're the mean. complete opposite. Yeah, <laughs> which which yeah. which we've kind of come to figure out that's going to be anywhere, yeah. be because they are going to be the, the drunkest. They are going to be the ones without a, without a care in the world. They're going to be the most vile. They're going to be the most crude. But but whenever we would be walking and we'd pass by like we'd pass by a tailgate like people would be like oh we're super glad that you came because we all had a bunch of florida stuff on they'd be like glad you came glad you were able to make the trip i hope you have a great time we had people offering us beers offering to buy us beers at a bar so i would say all in all they get a bad rap and they're a lot nicer yeah i think people have had just a bad experience and so they just the rumors just spread and spread. And mm-hmm. I think every fan base has those bad apples. Oh yeah. They just, I just think maybe they've experienced the students yeah. or something like that. And they didn't experience the experience, the adults. Cause I mean, we were standing there, I think it was me and you and an older gentleman came up to us and said, Hey, are they being nice to you? Yeah. And we were like, yes, sir. They are. And, uh, and I thought like, that good. was, yeah. yeah, I thought that was nice of him, man. Uh, but <clears throat> Death Valley is, is that's what is I was about. To, that's what I was going to ask you about. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, I, it I think for it had sure lives up to the hype. Yes, it does. I think it had something just to do with the records of the teams and the time of the year we went. 
I do think if you went to an out like an LSU game early in the year, I do think it'd be deafening the whole game. Yeah. Um, both teams just three. I mean, LSU had three losses at that point already. Florida's f- four losses about to be five playing them. Um, but on third down, when it was a big third down and the crowd knew it, dude, it was you so loud. Yeah. No, yeah, you couldn't. Or it was so loud. Or when like LSU would score and they chant Tigers. Oh, it's like everyone in the crowd would do it. Or like whenever they did like any type of chant. God, yeah. It was so loud. I mean, the the only place I could compare it to with being that loud was when we went to Florida versus Utah to open the 2022 season or like a big Iron Bowl where like it's just like, oh, like I didn't know that this many people could make this much noise. Yeah, I loved when they would do – when they would do their chants, that's when they were the yeah. loudest. When yeah. they would do the – T. Oh, yeah, they'd spell the Tigers, or they'll do the LSU. LSU. Oh, I mean, dude, they were they were so yeah. loud, man. It was a good game too. It was fun. Uh, oh, we yeah. didn't realize Jaden Daniels was. We didn't realize Jaden Daniels was having a career night until uh, somebody texted us in the middle of it. Yeah, uh, I just didn't realize he had that many yards. And then yeah, when I think it about, was- it, I was like. Yeah, he had about four or five explosive plays that were like wow. sixty plus. Yeah, uh, I mean, me, me. think it was like three seventy through the air, like two thirty plus on the ground. Yeah, he, he had an incredible. It. He had an incredible night. Um, it was fun. I would. Uh, I think LSU. I'm, I'm gonna give them the nod over Bama. Both of them are great. Yeah. Both of them do spectacular things in their own way. Um, I think convenience goes to Bama. Yes. Um, campus food atmosphere goes to LSU. Um, that that's kind of how I would maybe place them. So um, if you had to scale it on a scale from zero to ten, what would you give Bama? What would you give LSU? I'm gonna give Bama an eight, and then I'm gonna give LSU a nine. Okay, so for Bama, I was thinking an 8.5. And then for LSU, I was thinking a 9.2. And there's not this bad ratings. No, and this was something that I said whenever we were first getting on the campus. I was, I was like, if I came here as a kid and I didn't have, like, any, like, allegiances to – like a team or a school, I would have fallen in love with it. And I would have been an LSU fan just because it's so cool. Like it's so cool. You got to experience the tiger walk and stuff and all the teams running through. They were celebrating the baseball national championship that night. So so it's actually called the victory Hill parade, the victory Hill parade. Mm -hmm. And, and like they, they had the, band come through the band played they brought like a couple tr- trucks through they were throwing beads out and then they had the baseball team they had the gymnastics team they had the 2003 championship team and then of course they had the football team um and it was super cool i would say it was more intimate than the walk of champions was be because like it's on like a slope surface that like you can see the team coming from a long ways away. And like whenever we were at the walk of champions, like the Alabama team was just there and then that they were gone. Yeah. And, and, and then usually what happens is like the um, football team will usually come first and then the band will come after them. And then all the fans that are there at the Victory Hill Parade will follow the band into the stadium. But since they were having to celebrate like the baseball team and stuff, they did it in like a, in a little different order. So, yeah. but, but it, I would say it was better than the Walk of Champions. I don't think it'll be better than the Tiger Walk this week at Auburn just because it's going to be the Iron Bowl and the Tiger Walk's a real big thing at auburn so man i'm 
I'm super glad we were able to get to um, experience those campuses. And we will give you all a breakdown of the Auburn campus next week when we get back. Man, let's see if we can talk about the pickums real quick. We haven't updated y'all in a few weeks. Nick is number one overall with a 502 points. He is leading with an 86 and 34 record. Absolutely killing it. Then we have a jumble in second, third, and fourth. Drake Childress, 487 points in second place with an 82 and 38 record. Logan Hood. Our 2022 champion, who has been on this podcast before, 486 points, so one point behind Drake in third with a record of 82 and 38. And then that boy, Will Bates, is in fourth with 483 points with a record of 81 and 39. I have been struggling this year. I ain't even going to go over what I am, but Will... Do you think you can at least get up to second? I mean, you are only a couple points behind. And do you think you have a shot at trying to get this first place? You have week 13, and you have championship Saturday to do it. So you just got two weeks to make up 15 points. No, to make up close to 19 points. Yeah. I am... I don't feel good about finishing first, but I think I can finish at least second. Yeah. Uh, at least make really, your money back. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know about Drake and Logan, how they're going to, uh, what they're going to pick, how they're going to pick. But, uh, you know, I feel good about it. I think, I think there's going to be a few games we're going to go opposite in. Um mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if them two can uh, resist themselves from picking Auburn or not. That'd be nice if they did pick Auburn. No offense. Um, but the only one who I think will pick Auburn will be Drake. I think he'll pick Auburn at one. I think Logan. That'd be great. That'd be great if he picked. Maybe Nick would pick Auburn too. I don't know. That would be nice. Uh, They've all been talking like Auburn's going to win that game for a while. So maybe they'll, uh, back up their talk yeah. with their yeah. pick, you know. Um, yeah. I feel like Alabama's going to win that game. Uh, got a few other games I'm picking kind of high where I think I can maybe flip it if I do win those games. I can kind of get cl- jump closer to Nick, I think, because I think mm-hmm. I know where they're going to go with these two games, and I'm going to go risk – I'm risking it to try to finish either first or second. So Risk we'll see. For the best, um, I haven't been in this position in two, a year or two three years. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while, three years maybe. So we'll see. Yeah, man, this is a game I think you're going to have to risk it on. Ohio State versus Michigan, the game. I think this is one of the biggest games in the history of this game. I mean, just because there's so much storyline that is surrounding it. I mean, you have Ryan Day. Is he going to lose three straight? Is But is Michigan going to win three straight? Can they win without stealing signs and Jim Arbaugh? And I mean, <laughs> and, and I mean, this, this is a playoff game. This is a playoff game. This is why we don't need the expanded playoff, because this is a freaking playoff game. This is a playoff game. Like, yeah, but, this but, but, but especially game, with actually. the way, yeah, which sucks. Absolutely <laughs> sucks. I freaking hate it. And I wish I could cuss right now. That's how much I hate this crap. But, man, this is, especially with the way that this season is kind of playing out, this is a playoff game. So who's going to get eliminated for all intents and purposes? I, I think it's Michigan's going to lose. It's um, you know, Michigan's kind of struggled the past few weeks. Um, just it, it's because of all the distractions they got going on. It has to be. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know it what else it could be. You know, it could be they're just maybe they're starting to play stiffer competition, mm-hmm. and then they got distractions going on. They got a bunch of stuff. Their head coach isn't going to be there. Possibly going to be snowing a bunch at the game. That's beautiful. Um, oh, I love that, dude. 
And here's the thing. Ohio State's been battle-tested this year, especially early in the year with Notre Dame and um, then the Penn State game. Um, here's the deal. We, we literally had a discussion this morning in our group message about it. Ryan Day with the defense. Have they done enough in the offseason all the way up to this point to say, Michigan, you're not going to push me around no more. You're not just going to bully me anymore, and we're going to stop the run, Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to get out of your game plan to beat us. Yeah. I mean, I think this game comes down to, kind of like you said, which defense is able to stop the run. And I really think it's going to come down to which team can hit the explosive play through the I mean, air. Which Ohio which team State, can do it through the air? In my opinion, Ohio State has the best player on the field, and he's a wideout. So, yeah. so like, can he, Marvin Harrison Jr., can he get open and make plays? And can uh, Ohio State's quarterback get him the ball? That's a big Where thing. he can, can make plays. McCord hit him. Yeah. And, you know, J.J. McCarthy's plan is just hand the ball off, play action pass, find my open guy. Like, that's been their M.O. the whole year. Yeah. It's just he hasn't had to make big explosive plays to win ball games. Yeah. I mean, the second half of the Penn State game, they – I mean, the second half of the Penn State game, they didn't even throw the ball. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so I, I think from – Seven minutes, 30 seconds left to go in the second quarter. They didn't throw the ball. And and so is that just a combination of, oh, well, they didn't need to throw the ball or they or they didn't necessarily want JJ I mean, the McCarthy best the, the best quote I heard about that game was Kurt Herbstreit said Penn State couldn't even throw a forward pass. So, yeah. uh, I mean, so I, I get why they didn't throw the ball, but you got to put, you know, Michigan's offense uncomfortable situations, get them out of their game plan. And it, it'll be interesting to see for sure what happens in this game. I love it that it's kind of a noon game. I, I just love that tradition about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's the first game everybody gets to watch. The whole country's watching Let's it. Go ahead and get it out of the way for the day. You have the iron yeah. bowl at 330. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got the iron ball right after it. And then you got the nightcap games. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see for sure. Can Michigan keep holding on to this, um, you know, this undefeated record, this streak with Ohio State? I think it's unfair that people think Ryan Day should be under the hot seat. It's, it's insane. It's I, insane. I, just don't, I don't like that. I mean, he, he has the second best recruiting class. He's in playoff contention every year. He just has another person in his division doing the same good. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, I mean, the only way that I could describe it is but imagine if Alabama and Georgia were in the same division and yeah. and and Saban kept beating Kirby, but that was Kirby's only loss. And then, and yeah. then Kirby's made the playoffs multiple times, but he just hasn't, but he just didn't want a championship. And then you have Georgia fans saying, I think Kirby needs to be fired because he can't beat Saban. You're an idiot. Yeah. Like, I don't you think you would be an to. idiot. That's the same thing that's going on now. And I don't even know if Ohio State's a top four team, but. If they can win this weekend, if they can win this weekend, it'll definitely prove to me that they are. Yeah. But they have played a tougher schedule, though, than Michigan. Oh, yeah. So so I think right now, from a resume standpoint and from a roster standpoint, they are a top four team. I mean, because I don't think they're definitely a roster standpoint. They've had top five group classes back to back to back. The only thing that's hurting them is. The only thing that's hurting them is their quarterback play. Like they need Kyle McCord to have the game of his life. They really need that offensive line. I mean, because that's really been their struggle for the whole season is they haven't had the best offensive line. This is one of the worst offensive lines out of Ohio State that I've seen in a while. So that will be interesting to see how they go up against that Michigan front seven that for all intents and purposes are is probably the best in the country yeah um it'll that'll be that's probably gonna be the key to the game 
their off Ohio State's offensive line versus Michigan's defensive line, which that's kind of been past two years. It's kind of been yeah how they've beaten Ohio State. I mean, they just yeah. kind of dominate them. Physically up dominated them on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, but I think it'll be different this year. I do. I think it's going to yeah. be low scoring. Uh, Very much, especially so. with with the with the snow and stuff affecting it. If it snows still, um, so it'll be interesting to see. I don't know who I'm going to give the edge to yet. But if I had to give one right now, it would be Ohio State. I'm definitely picking Ohio State just because I think they're going to have the wide receivers to be able to make the plays. And it would be awesome to see Ryan Day say, man, I don't give a crap about this snow. We're going to run our game plan, and we're going to sling this thing around. Dude, so I heard – I heard a couple people that were talking this um, afternoon. Do you know what Ryan Day's speech will be like at the end of the game if they go up to Ann Arbor and if they win, when whenever he gets interviewed at the end of the game, that would be electric. I mean, that would be – I, I hope it happens. He might throw a shot at them, dude. He, he – He's oh, probably gonna he a hundred percent would. He a hundred percent would like I hope he mentions like, something about I hope he mentions in something about like that Michigan coach crying at the end of the Penn State game. Like I hope he says something like I'm not gonna sit here and cry in front uh, of you. But <laughs> that or, would be hilarious too. Or like you know after the Notre Dame game when he went off on um Holtz. When, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be that. Tom's like 50 just because it's versus Michigan. Yeah. We don't have to cheat to win. And plus like, oh, yeah, dude. Or because we all know they're the one that hired the investigators to do all that crap against Michigan with the sign ceiling. Everyone knows it. So I'll really be looking for them to win, and I'll be looking for him to give that speech. Because that would we'll be, be in the we'll be in the stadium mm-hmm. uh, by then the Auburn Jordan Air by then so we'll be be able to see at least half the fourth quarter probably yeah. so yeah. I hope they're playing that game the, 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 they usually do they usually do all right well heading down to the swamp Florida Florida State man this game kind of got a damper. Yeah, put on it from like a hype standpoint, but it's still a crazy game because it's a battle of the backup quarterbacks. Florida looking to get bowl eligible, and it's a night game in the swamp. Sold out night game. Sold out. And I think the fans will kind of reflect the attitude that this Florida team has, and I think they're going to show up and fight. I I think that crowd's going to show up. I think they I think they are going to be in it because they've been able to get that vibe from the team. Like, like, yeah, we might not be having the best season when it comes to our record, but, boy, is Florida playing their guts out for Billy. I hope so, man. Um, I hope the team shows up. I hope we can be get a little healthy up front for this game. Um, we, we lost two offensive linemen while in Missouri. You also um, lost our quarterback. Yeah, we lost our quarterback. So essentially, we'll have three new starters on the OL out there. Um, of course, Max Brown making his first start against FSU. Um, but when you look at the statistics, man, they're not really that great on defense. Yeah. Um, and, and dude, ever since we started this in March, I've been saying this is our game. I think this is their trap game that we can mm-hmm. win this game because of where it's at and what time the game is going to be played. Um, I think we love playing at night. We played at night pretty much all year, but like twice. Swamp's rowdy at night too, dude. Dude, it's a different oh. atmosphere, man. Um, their quarterback, um, I think he's talented. I think he's good, um, but he hasn't – They their team hasn't been in an atmosphere like this. I mean, I think Clemson is okay – but it's not going to be this consistent. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not going to be this. So his first start will be um, 
in a cr- probably one of the craziest atmospheres he will experience in his college mm-hmm. career. Um, but you know, they got the weapons. I think Wilson's kind of getting healthier. Mm-hmm. He's still banged up, but dude, they still got probably the best player out there in Keon Coleman. He's a Everybody dog, knows, man. dude. He's awesome, incredible NFL wide receiver. I'll be shocked if he doesn't go like late first round, early second round. He's um, for sure. He's for sure. Um, of he's um a first round talent. I would say even is. with I would say even with all of the talent that is coming out this year, he's gonna be a first rounder. I mean, just his uh, just his size and his speed and his catch radius, and then what he can do once he catches the ball is insane. You know, they haven't played that great on the road this year. Um, no, they've kind of struggled on the road a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see. I think one thing that helps us out, what hurt us last year against him, is Jordan Travis, dude. His ability to escape pressure, make yes. some type of play with his legs, and then. Boop, flick it out there to somebody that's going to be something they're going to miss and something that benefits us um man when he got hurt in that in the game i was kind of like ah like i kind of wanted him to play yeah in this game but then there was a part of me i was like huh, you know it is what it is you know yeah. got shot now yeah. and then our quarterback gets hurt <laughs> so yeah. it'll be interesting to see man i think our offense changes a little bit um, yeah, with Max Brown, you could kind of tell it the plays. A little more like it comes more zone. like what we ran with Anthony Richardson. Yeah, uh, it's going to be more like that. So yeah. the run plays will be at least. So it'll be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be rowdy. I think we'll get home by halftime, hopefully. Oh yeah, um, that way I can catch the second half of the game. Um, at least have it playing on the way home. So oh yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Sure. I think. I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to come down at the end. Man, can our secondary make a play? That's what it's going to be. Um, yeah. Can we guard – just just control Keon. I mean, he's going to make plays. Just don't let him get explosive plays. Like, he yeah. don't need to catch one down the sideline, break two tackles, and go for a 70-yard touchdown. Yeah. Um, he don't need to do that. He can catch a 30-yard every once in a while, but he don't need to have no 70-yard bombs. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Um, we'll see what happens, man. I would love to see us go to a bowl game, though. Yeah. Do do you remember what that Florida fan behind us at the LSU game kept saying? Over, give seven the ball. Give seven the ball. I think needs, Trevor Etienne is y'all's best player. I it truly, needs to go through – I texted Cody this Saturday. It needs to be seven, one, and three. three. Yep. That's that's your three dudes. That that needs to be the Florida offense. Yep. That literally needs to be the Florida offense. Seven only comes out when he's dog tired, and then you can put two in. Mm -hmm. But seven don't need to come out less. He's he's so good. And, like, he's he's so explosive. And he runs like his tail is on fire. And it's just going and going. And he's so quick and he's so shifty and he's able to make a cut and go. And I mean, every time that, he, like, every time that he gets the ball, like, I'm in, like, he could score. Yeah. Like, like, it, it, what's going to help the him? Player that he is at it, like, what's going to help them and the deal. running backs, dude, is like Max Brown. Now we have a quarterback yeah. that can run. Uh, like, they're going to have to, uh, respect max brown's ability mm-hmm. so on those own reads it'll be interesting how they defend it um because they're kind of going to be comparing for a, you know preparing for a different offense right here florida state also loves to rush the passer so if so if they maybe could get him with with um a screenplay or if they maybe could do like a delayed handoff where they're able to wait they're able to act like he's going to pick up a blitzer or he's able like to hand the ball off late. He's able to hit a hole, go. Do you think the offenses will be conservative for a little while just to let the quarterbacks kind of fill their way into the game? Like, do you think it'll be low scoring for a little I mean, bit? Or do you think I, mean, I think Billy and Mike – do you think Billy and Mike will say, you know what, guys, we're trying to win Screw this game it. and yeah. we're going for it all? Um, yeah. Which, which – 
which one do you see it kind of being like? I think I think the likelihood is it'll be a little slower pace to start, but I think the best form of confidence is when you know someone has like a like just a ton of belief in you. So I think if you are these so if you are these offensive minded coaches saying like, hey, you you aren't the backup anymore. You are the starting quarterback. So we are going to have complete faith in you to come out here and to run the offense and and to run it in a way that suits you. So I would like to see them come out with the offenses humming, with the offenses open, trying to make a shot play. But I think it'll probably be just a little conservative. Just Well, I could see Florida State being just a little bit more conservative just because it will be the hostile environment and them to try to like get a slow methodical offense going to try to get the crowd out of the game but i could see billy coming out swinging because what does he have to lose i mean like like what does florida have to lose i mean they aren't expected to make a bowl game now they're expected to lose this game you know not a lot of people probably would notice this but i noticed it man he coached max brown so differently saturday night man like usually billy so when he calls the plays he's usually like walking up and down the sideline as he's calling them and he's not really he's kind of like looking back at it and mm-hmm. he's watching from a like from an angle where like when max was out there dude he was on his hands and knees on the sideline like looking at him and like communicating with him on the sideline mm-hmm. like telling him what to do pretty much so um, do you think that's worries. because he has a lot of trust? Um, in, oh, he has um, a lot of trust in Graham, Mertz. Graham Mertz. Yeah, so so I mean, like he like Graham feels Mertz like has, he can be a little bit more hands off. Yeah, and it it worried me a little bit that Max just didn't have a good clock awareness a little bit of the game, and he was and Billy was yeah, like, "All right, you're gonna look at me when I'm gonna tell you when to snap it." <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, but. I don't know, man. Uh, Max Brown had 41 touchdowns his senior year of high school. That's a lot. Yeah, so. so I think he's a baller. We'll see. Yep. Um, I think he's going to make some plays. He just can't turn the ball over for me. I think I'll be yeah. happy if he just doesn't turn the ball over. Um, yeah. So we'll see, man. I think it's going to be RDBs versus their skill players. That's the position groups I'm going to be looking at. Yep. And um, we'll see, man. I think it's going to be fun. I hope it's fun. Yeah, well, we can see if Florida can ruin Florida State season and get a dub and keep them out of the playoffs. Now, the game we're going to be at, man, did Auburn ruin this for us or what? Auburn versus (sighs) Alabama going to the Iron Bowl, still believing, baby, still believing that we can do it, even though it's an extremely unlikely set of circumstances, but. I'm still believing. Well, you can tell when Auburn wants to play in a ball game, they play hard. So yeah. they just did not like they wanted to be there this past Saturday. No. They looked at no energy, lackluster. The wide receivers weren't looked like they weren't running hard. It just just didn't look good. And no. this week's going to be different. Um, I hope they're going to be bringing it. They're going to be bringing it. The crowd. We're going to bring it. Oh, yeah. So it should be a fun one. Can they ruin Alabama's playoff hopes as well? I hope. I would have like I would have no more joy. Like nothing would bring me more joy right now than Auburn being able to ruin Alabama's season. I mean, because we almost did it in we almost did it in 2021. That would have been crazy if if that 2021 team can almost beat that 2021 Alabama team, this team can almost beat this this Alabama team. And you know, we 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 almost beat Georgia to start the season. Yeah, I think for me, what I'm going to be looking at is Auburn's uh, skill players. Can they make the plays in the game? Um, I think Peyton can get them the ball, man. It's just going to be can yeah. they catch it and can they make some plays after the catch? Yeah, uh, and then. I'll be looking at Auburn's defensive line. How are they going to handle Milrow? Yes, dude, just make him stay in the pocket. Make him beat you with his arm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he's gotten better over the weeks with throwing and stuff, but he's not like an elite passer. So I think he he can give you a few if you uh, just don't let him get out the pocket. Yeah, and you can kind of contain them because man, like Kentucky um, and a few other teams have just LSU have let him just run, run all over. over. Man, he had an incredible game against LSU and Kentucky. Yeah, and then the Chattanooga game, I don't even count it, but uh, he's played really well the last three weeks, so it'll be fun to see for sure. And I really hope the Auburn crowd is there. Rowdy, give me the full Iron Bowl experience. I think it's going to be. I truly think that the Auburn crowd will just just because I think we understand like our goals this year was to be able to make a bowl game, which we have done, and then to be able to get the recruiting trail hot, which we have also done. So I think we will be able to say like, hey, we're going to come into this game and we're going to be loud be rowdy because we can ruin Alabama season. We can keep them out of the playoffs. Like we can ruin their season. So Auburn's known, Auburn's known for no matter what's going on, we're going to be there. So I think, I think we'll be, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. It's, it's going to be rowdy. I hope it is at least. Um, that way we can get the full experience. Experience, yeah. Um, um, I think we'll for sure get it at the start of the game, but just depending on how the game goes, will depend if it lasts or what. But I think, kind of like you were saying, that the Auburn wide receivers and the Auburn defensive line is going to be the key to the game. Our offensive line last week looked like we were scared to come off the ball. Like we looked like we were walking on glass coming off the ball. So I hope we're able to run the ball better this week. I hope that Coach Freeze lit into the offensive line and ruined their week just so they can come out here and play their absolute best game. Because I think against Georgia, we had like, I think we had almost 250 yards rushing. We have to have that again. Like we have to control the pace of the game and be able to also we have to convert in the red zone. Well, we yeah. have to get to the red zone. We we didn't even get to the red zone last week versus New Mexico State. We didn't even get in there. We didn't get to the red zone well. Yes. Against New Mexico State. I've been there, dude. <laughs> I've been there, dude. It's so frustrating. Dude, it's I like some... dude. I went into bed last weekend, dude. I was like sick, dude. I was so my heart was broken in half. I can only imagine. Yeah, we lost in losing a game like that, man. But <sighs> Auburn has got to come out, hit some explosive plays, mm-hmm. maybe make them punt. And you got to keep your crowd in it. Crowd man. in it. And you, and you were right, man. We, 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 you, Auburn's got to get to the red zone and convert and for, to get six. For touchdowns. For yes. Yes. We, we got to get six. We can't get threes. Um, but it'll be interesting to see for sure. Alabama, for them to win, they just got to do what they keep doing. Milrose got to make plays. Um, he's got to make plays with his legs, you know. And then off of those plays, uh, guys will get open because then the secondary will come up and then he'll be able to throw it over the top. So, you know, Alabama's just got to keep doing what they're doing to win the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got to play their ball game. They can't let the crowd affect them. But I'll tell you this, Miss Terry is worried about the game. Really? She told Nick. Yeah, she told Nick. She told Nick Saban two weeks ago she was worried about playing in Jordan Hare. Yeah, and she was, and, and, he was and like, I mean, we got to go to Kentucky first. I mean, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, we are in like ultimate wounded animal mode. Like, like we like, like kind of like I was saying, Florida didn't have anything to lose. Auburn, literally, yeah. we have nothing well to lose, dude, and like we are you completely guys, backed into a corner and just gonna come out and swing, baby. You guys had an incredible onside kick formation against New Mexico State. 
I don't know why y'all showed that against them. I would have waited and did that against Alabama, like second kickoff. Got the ball back. Dude, like an 09. Do you want to know why we did it? Because we were desperate. Because we were losing to New Mexico freaking state. But you kick just a normal onside kick and you go freaking kill one of their kids and then you recover it. Lord. Not kill them, just hit them with a hard Lord. But like, a word. Dude. You remember, like in 09, y'all scored real quick, and then you mm. kicked the onside kick to yourself with the kicker, recovered it, and you go score again. You're up 14 to nothing. Beautiful. And the same type of situation this was is like mm-hmm. Auburn's record wasn't very good. You know, Alabama was trying to go to the national championship, they were undefeated. It's what this same thing. So let's see what they and, can do. I think we can see some Iron Bowl Jordan Hare magic. And who has Alabama played on the road this year? That's like crazy. Like all of their big games have all been at home. So this is the craziest environment they will have been in all year. This is the craziest in the environment. Think of one because Kentucky, their fans Kentucky, were, it was 50 50. They there, went on the so road to wasn't... Mississippi State. They went on the road to <sighs> USF. Who was the well, other East team? That they play. The weather was, oh, yeah. The weather Ken, was like Kentucky. The weather kept them so out of that UCF yeah. game. So, US, so, I mean, USF game. So, I mean, this is the craziest crowd that Jalen Milrow will have ever played in front of. It's very similar with the Florida Florida State game. Very similar. Yes. Uh, with the rowdiness. And then, you know, it's very similar. So, I could see how, dude, we could get, if we're screaming loud enough, man, we could. We could get them, man. So I can't wait. I'm, exci- I'm excited to see the Eagle fly. I'm excited to be at all the tailgates. Um, the Tiger Walk. I th- we missed it the last time we went. Mm-hmm. Um, so for sure, I'm gonna excited. have to get it now. Yeah, for I'm excited sure to, be, to go down there, dude. Auburn's right down the road from us, so uh, Close, we get up early. Drive. We we got our buddy Logan Hood coming with us. So oh yeah, uh, it'll be fun, man. I uh. We, we're going to have to go back, though, in 2025 because I That's think when it's Auburn, will be, Auburn will be really good then. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to have some dudes. So I want to go back in 2025 and check it out. That's that's when it is going to be legit, man. Well, I, I love doing the podcast. I freaking love it. I, I absolutely love getting to talk football, and we're going to – start bringing this back to y'all every week or every other week, just depending on the news cycle when, whenever we do get out of the season. But, man, well, any last words before we say goodnight to these beautiful Please people? like, subscribe, follow us. Go uh, check out our videos. Them. They're yes, good. Yes, we, t- we have two videos out. Please go check them out. They're going to keep getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Um. I promise you, we're going to need to keep getting better at this because eventually yeah. we'll go. I mean, we're we're going to get some training on it eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're oh, this man. is in its infancy phase, but yes, I can promise you this. Or we're just going to be self-taught and we're going to keep growing and learning from mm-hmm. it. So yeah. we're going to get better at it. I promise. But they are still really good videos, really fun. They kind of show you everything you need to know. Yeah. About, about what you're going to experience if you go. Yeah. Uh, I, man, well, just like Will said, continue to like, subscribe, share, and watch. And we will see y'all next time. This is the Extra Points Podcast with the College Football Experience. We are the College Football Experience, and we will see y'all at the next episode. Deuces.